Welcome to Peaceful Power Conversations. I am so excited to have Marie Ferriolo Turb. <laughs> yeah, I was given a nice um, phonetics lesson <laughs> from a from a speech <laughs> pathologist, so that was exciting in our pre-conversation. So Marie and I met in Empower. We are taking a business mentorship program together. The moment that I met Marie, I knew I had to have her on my podcast and share her with my community because all oh, you moms out there, I, I just, I was like, you have to meet Marie. You have to um, hear and learn from like her experience. And the more I have gotten uh, to know her as a person, <laughs> aside from all of the credentials and qualifications and all of the knowledge, the more excited I am to introduce you to Marie. So I would love, as always, I think um, it's just nice to have uh, the guests introduce themselves to what kind of comes out first in an introduction. So um, who are you? <laughs> Share with our listeners um, who you are, uh, what, what you do. And yeah, thank you. Thank you for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me, Sarah. This is my very first podcast, so I'm super stoked. Um, so yes, my name is Marie. I am a speech-language pathologist by trade, and so you'll see the credentials for that as SLP. Um, I finished my master's degree in May 2008 and have been practicing ever since. I have specialized in pediatric feeding disorders for the entirety of my career. I'm not your traditional speech language pathologist, and I give a lot of credit to the men and women out there who are completely comfortable with working on like speech sounds and grammar and stuttering and things like that. My, my passion for feeding started when I was in college. I really, I actually started out, I wanted to be a physical therapist and I took a few classes and it just wasn't, it didn't feel right. Like nothing, nothing sat well. I, I was a little bored to be honest. It felt very routine and regulated. So I took one of those like career aptitude tests and speech language pathologist and occupational therapist were at the top of my, um, at the top of my list. So my career counselor in college had me sit in on a speech pathology course. And it was the day that they were talking about feeding and swallowing I never knew that that was a thing that needed to be worked on. And I was sitting in class, I was, you know, just sitting in on this lecture. I wasn't actually like in the class, but I was sitting in on this lecture, watching this, this mom baby dynamic going back and forth and needing assistance with it. And I was like, this is it, this, this is it. So fast forward, you know, I, I go through my master's program and all I ever really wanted to care about was the, um, was the feeding and swallowing piece, but I do, you know, I did study all of the developmental milestones, but I've spent the last uh, 15 some odd years working on just fine tuning and developing my skill set for working with kiddos who have difficulties exploring new foods, chewing new foods, swallowing those foods and so on and so forth. Then I added in the credentials of, um, it started as certified lactation counselor, but then I did take the uh, international board um, certified lactation consultant exam. So I'm a, officially an IBCLC because there's a whole dynamic of breastfeeding, especially with infants 
that I didn't, I felt like I didn't have enough background on. So it gave me, it gave me a really nice foundation for that. Um, I, I work mostly now with NICU graduates. So babies who are born prematurely and um, either are tube fed or supplementally fed for the first few weeks of life and then start to begin that transition to oral feeding. Um, and I just, I found that there were a lot of moms who did want to continue to provide breast milk. And so having that IBCLC piece was, was really important to me. So that way I could kind of specialize in being a true parent child feeding educator of sorts. So as I moved through my journey of, you know, of my career, I, I, we always kind of hit this point that was troublesome for parents. And I won't miss it. It wasn't always for the child themselves. It was, it was a lot for the parents where around four to six months of age, the pediatric, you know, you have your pediatrician checkup, your pediatrician says green light, it's time for you to start introducing solids. And I'd get these families coming in for evaluations. And it was just because they're their child was struggling. That's what they always, that's what, that's what the complaint was. My child is choking and gagging when I'm trying to give them this, or, you know, I read on the internet that I should be giving them this kind of food instead of this kind of food. And then when I do, they, they just, they have no idea what to do with it. So there's a little bit of a, a mismatch. And I knew that developmentally, like I, I could look at a child and say like, okay, well, you're this many weeks old or weeks old adjusted if you're premature. So this is what your, your mouth is ready for. This is what your digestive tract is ready for. And it, you know, there's as per usual with the internet, a lot of mismatch with information. So I just kind of started seeing this trend where four to six months of age, they're starting to introduce solid foods. And by seven to eight months of age, they're seeing me because they they have this difficulty managing everything. But the piece of it that always stuck out to me was how uncomfortable parents truly felt. Like either the parents weren't ready to offer the foods, they didn't know what they were supposed to offer. They would start with something and it wasn't going well. So they'd stop. And I really started to recognize that, you know, because at the, at the time I didn't have any, I didn't have a child myself. Um, I wanted to be a mom, but I wasn't a mom yet. And I started to see that, you know, instinctively, when a child is born, parents feel like they have two main responsibilities. I have to keep my child safe, and I need to keep my child thriving. And so in both of those elements, when you start introducing food, and either the child's not accepting it, or they're choking, or they're gagging, you feel like, I'm not helping them thrive and I'm not helping keep them safe. And it starts, it starts to like diminish the relationship that you're trying to build with this tiny being that has no words and either screams, cries, or smiles. And I, I wanted to do more to help to really establish that relationship. So I really tried in my, in my individual therapy sessions to focus on what the parents were doing to support the child, not as much what I needed to do. Now, this is specifically speaking to children who are more like going through the developmental milestones at a typical rate, obviously with children who have like, um, 
uh, more severe medical needs, this this doesn't necessarily apply because then a therapist is necessary to to provide some of that intervention practice. But when when it was time to introduce that first bite of food, I really always wanted that to come from the parent. I wanted it to be their experience feeding their child for the first time. And I, so I always say like, I am here to coach you. I am here to help you. I am here to support you. Like I, I'm your cheerleader in the background and I'm going to give you all the guidance that you need, but I want you to feel comfortable with this because they are here. You, you know, you're here for an hour for your session, but they are home with you for the rest of the time that they're not with any other care provider. And I really want you to feel comfortable with this. So then add in this complexity of um, uh, my husband and I finally were able to have a baby. Um, our son is now almost three and a half years old. So he's, he's on the older side, but we, you know, we ran into a lot of struggles. I, I am grateful for the background that I have and the education that I have and the experience that I have, but there is something very different about what I do when you become a parent yourself. You just can see things a little bit differently as far as like reality expectations. Like I, I no longer gave 10 things to do, 10 things to practice over a week. It was kind of like, okay, so here are my top three tips. Which one of these do you actually think you can accomplish this week? But then there's also that emotional bond because I, our son, and I, I, I love him. He is a beautiful, beautiful soul. He is super creative, very empathetic. Like I, I feel like I'm actually like helping raise a kind human. Um, we had some major feeding challenges when he was born, Sarah. Like, I mean, major, he, we had all sorts of crazy food intolerances and allergies. Like I had to pull a million things out of my diet. Breastfeeding was a huge challenge. And, you know, you think like, oh, I've got all this education. I do this for a living. Like this will be a breeze. No, no, it's not. Um, he, his, he couldn't figure out how to move his mouth instinctively. So I had to work on that. And then, then it, that's when the emotional piece really started to hit home for me that like, I'm trying to create this bond with my own child as his mom. And this is a struggle. Like this sucks. There is just, this just sucks. This is not supposed to be work. This is just supposed to happen. I see all these kids and all these babies on, on Instagram and Facebook, and they've got the messy faces or they're like chewing broccoli and we are nowhere near that. So what on earth is happening? And, you know, I, I can step out of the mom role and go, okay, well, Marie, this is why this is happening. Like I can, I can look at myself sometimes as a therapist, but I, I, I don't want parents to feel like this. I don't want them to feel like they are drowning, like they have to sacrifice all this time and energy just to feed their child. And so I I took a step back from my professional career to start to build this practice where I... I could create a community where not only do parents not feel isolated, like you actually get like a group. So it's not like, it's not, um, it's not like your local mom's group where like you, you post a concern or a question and you, you know, you're going to get a bunch of answers that maybe don't necessarily apply because that's not where you're at with your kid. It's, you know, it's, it's a community where like everyone's kind of in the same boat. I'm really nervous about this, or I'm kind of confused. I'm totally lost. What am I supposed to be doing? 
Um, and then you also get answers from a trained certified professional, someone who is designed to educate you on like, this is if your child is doing this, it means they're ready for this. And here's how you can take what it is that you're making for dinner and very simply modify it so that you don't have to make a whole separate meal. And if you want to be in the baby food aisle, great. I can help support you with that. If you don't want to be in the baby food aisle, great. I can help support you with that. But the idea behind this is that no longer do parents have to feel like they're alone. No longer do parents have to feel like they're lost and no longer do they feel like they have to figure it out on their own. Like I just, you know, I, I want to simplify this and make it easy for parents. That's, that's, I, I love that's that. the, and that's who you, and that's your introduction, which is why I love handing it over to you because you went from your qualifications and certifications, all the letters, um, into like the why behind, you know, starting on that path, you were, the path chose you, it sounded like. Um, and I, I also love to hear about, I always go back, like what, before the internet, like how did people mother, like how did people parent, <laughs> man, <laughs> probably with a lot less stress and anxiety, but, um, Aww. from, um, all this misinformation, not even misinformation, like mixed, I like use, I think you use the phrase like mixed information or, con, you know, conflicting. And then um, to even the social media aspect of seeing that they must be doing something right and I'm not, we, we didn't have that comparison in our face 24-7. You also shared really vulnerably and part of your intro is that you're a mom um, and shared really vulnerably like the reality check from like professional to in it. I was teaching prenatal yoga I think nine years and was a birth doula before ever having given birth. It was actually being a birth doula that I was like, okay. <laughs> and I was a, a late and older mother, if you will, I had my kids later. But, um, and then in it, I'm like, oh, this stretch that I've been <laughs> saying helps relieve sciatica <laughs> doesn't help me. <laughs> so <laughs> so I I love that, that honesty about your, your experience. Uh, moving into it. And then the last part of your introduction is this um, passion. I mean, I hear passion just throughout everything. And if I may suggest you should start a podcast <laughs> because there are so many different aspects that we could spend a ton of time. And I'm sure as listeners were listening to your introduction, they're like, but wait, I have this one you said breastfeeding or at the NICU or uh, so many questions, so many topics that could get like such love and attention from you. Um, but lastly, um, you mentioned community um, and this new passion for supporting these moms. And I, and I do also, you're supporting, you know, the, the little ones as well, right? I wrote this, um, I've written three children's books, but Truly, the mission is to get the moms to read them <laughs> and to to self-regulate as you're teaching, you know, the the child. Yeah. But, um, yeah. What is this community? You're you sound very passionate about it. Um and yeah, what it what is your vision? Uh um I have I have this like long-term goal that and like I, I hope this doesn't come across as like morbid but 
when I'm no longer here and present on the planet, I, and someone talks or speaks about my name, I want the association of, wow, she was really kind and she really cared. She wanted the best for me. Like, I, I, that's what I want someone to say about me because that that is me. I, I get because I give. Like, I, I enjoy giving. And so I've got all this in my head and I want... I want to be able to share it on a bigger platform. I want to be able to give it away a little bit more fluidly. And I also, from that community piece, like, I mean, even when, when I was struggling feeding my own child or when I, you know, when I have these, these parents in these feeding therapy sessions, it's always very individual. Like, it's always very, like, I am by myself, um, my sister never went through this or, you know, my, my cousin's aunt or whatever said that I should be doing this. And I just, I don't feel like that's right. And I've, I've always created some really good bonds with parents. Like they really trust me. And I always wish that like, there would be an easier way from like a HIPAA compliance perspective or like, here's a book. Like I, I work with all these people. You should reach out to this mom, but like, you can't do that when you work in a hospital. Like that's just, that's not how it's shared. Um, there were days where I would, cause I mostly worked outpatient. There were days that I would spend some time inpatient shadowing and I'd see some moms, you know, by the, by the water station or like by the refrigerators and they'd start chatting. And it just, it seemed like you could watch their shoulders kind of relax a little bit because they knew that they had somebody else. They knew that they weren't alone. And if there is anything that this community is going to provide, it's the removal of that isolation effect that you are not alone. You, you can post in this Facebook group at 3 a.m. and probably someone else is going to be in there and they're going to say, yep, I'm up too because I've got all these ideas swirling in my head. Or, you know, I just, I want to provide a sense of calmness about this because co-regulation is so important in the world of feeding. Like there's this whole, like the feelings you bring to the table. There was a whole article about that. And food is supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be like mealtimes are supposed to be in fun. And so I just, I put this in my last Facebook post because it's the truth. If you want mealtimes to be fun, then food inherently has to be what's fun. So it, like I, the com- the whole purpose of the community is just to provide myself as a resource, but also understanding that you're not, you're not alone. Like you're not, and you're not in this alone. You don't, you don't just have a coach. You don't just have an educator. You legitimately have other people that you're going to go through this experience with. You're going to start to introduce those foods and you're going to start to introduce those textures and you're going to start to post the messy baby picture faces. And maybe there's a woman in, or there's like, you know, there's a parent in California and there's a parent in Florida and you guys may never actually meet in person, but you can establish this connection because you went through this journey together. And I just, I, Yeah, I guess like the biggest piece is with the community is to is to remove the whole feeling or the sense of I have nobody to help me with this um, or there's just so much out there, but I'm nervous to ask because it looks like everyone else is doing this so easily and this is just not coming easy for for me and my child. 
So I have <laughs> so many things on that. Um, we had a, with my first daughter, a pretty traumatic birth story and it made nursing very challenging in the beginning. And it was a bandmate <laughs> uh, of my husband's, uh, boy, oh, he's my husband. <laughs> he was my husband at the time, <laughs> but they were in a band when we were boyfriend, girlfriend. And his mom had like six children and we talked on the phone. I was just like, struggling so much. And it was something that I, I had fixated on was, was nursing and breastfeeding. And she said the words that like, no one wanted to hear, but maybe that you need to accept this isn't your path. And it's almost when she told me that I had permission for it not to be my path. I relaxed. And then we started our (laughs) million year nursing journey, breastfeeding journey. So, so it really was that like letting go of all of the like stress and pressure surrounding it, that, that, that happened. And that was my story, not everyone's story, but I, I just love your sharing about that co-regulation and, and the fun too, and relaxed. Um, And uh, I hear that they're about a Facebook group. Um, I also know, I'm not going to pretend not to know because we're both sitting in rooms with post-it notes all over our wall and we're <laughs> in a business mentorship program Yes, have created group coaching programs. So may I ask what your group coaching program, not, not what it's called, <laughs> but, yeah. but, but the, the, the core, um, yeah. Anything you want to share about your group coaching program? <laughs> We'll touch on that, that permission thing though, Sarah, that's, that's the piece that I feel like I get from parents a lot. And I should write that down so that I remember it because they say, you gave me permission to feel, and you gave me permission to try. And that's if I, maybe that's what my community should also, it's not just the isolation, but I'm going to give you permission to do things because there's just so many standards and developmental milestones. And you get the questionnaires when you go to the pediatrician's office and it's like, is my child doing this? Yes, no, or maybe. And it's sometimes you don't even know the answer to that. Um, okay. But yeah, I'll have to remember the permission thing. Cause that's great. Cause that's what, that's a big piece of it. So my, my, <laughs> so it's, it's a, it's a community, it's coaching, it's a course. Um, it is, it is everything. Um, it's, There is going to be, and it's, so the doors are open to it now. So I know that you said that you could post the link for the, um, the application to join. Um, so I'll, I'll give you that, but the doors are open now. Um, first day is April 28th. That's a Friday. And it's going to be a compilation of two things. The first is that, yes, there is going to be a course. Um, and it's just going to basically be the education, but I'm going to present it in a way um, in recorded videos that is, it's, um, it's an easy, I don't want to say easy. I'm going to record it in a way that has always been presented to me. So not the way that I was taught, but the way that parents always seem to come in with questions. So I, I don't, I don't want parents to become feeding therapists. That's, that's not my goal. I, I want them to have some understanding because that is important that there is, there's differences between different food textures and there are important things and skills that your child needs to learn. But I want them to have aha moments like, oh, this is why I need to do that. And oh, okay. All right. This makes sense why this is happening. So there will be like kind of like an educational piece, but then the the coaching thing. So every week you have an opportunity to join like 
this Zoom call and ask your questions. Like, so I'm, I'm doing this. Like, wh- what, what do you have for me? None of these, none of the kiddos will be like legitimately under my care, but I can still provide education as an infant feeding specialist on, you know, here's, here's what you can try next or, you know, and it also opens the door to be able to talk a little bit more about that emotional piece that is coinciding with the feeding journey. Um, when giving permission, I think it's just sometimes parents want to know, like, is it okay that I do this? Like, so, so here's what I made for dinner. Like, is it okay that I, I could have given them this? Like I made meatloaf. I, I, oh, okay. So I could have given them that. And it's just, it's giving them permission to start to try some of those, some of those more complex food textures. And it's also honestly to give them permission that you don't have to do it six times a day that for some parents that is completely achievable and sustainable, but for some parents it's not. And for some caregivers, they, they just, they need something that's going to be more feasible with them. So you're going to get a little bit more of like a, you're going to get your permission slip, but it's going to be slightly more individualized to you. And then through the process, I mean, you know, this from, from empower, like you hear someone ask a question and you're like, Oh, I didn't even think about that. So it just, it, it opens the door to kind of allow you to think more roundly. There's a word for that. I'm just not coming up with it right now. Um, to think more about the feeding process, but also have your questions answered as you're going through the journey itself. Um, so the the purpose of this is 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 to provide that like that that learning opportunity, but also that that permission opportunity and, and to have your questions answered when you have them. Um, the Facebook group will just, it'll be about sharing. It's so that if someone like the goal is, it's like a no judgment zone. You know, if someone is struggling, I need to know. And it's not just me who needs to know it's the other parents in, in the group with you at the same time, they need to know too, because they're also on the journey with you. And usually when one person speaks up that they're having a challenge, all of a sudden you see this like trickle, like, yeah, me too. And, Oh, it's totally me. Um, but then when you start having some of those successes, you you have a place to share them with other people who have known like, oh, you were you were struggling with this. Like this was not easy. So good for you because that's that's awesome. And then as for the name of this thing, I don't know. I think I'm going to post this in my Instagram um, because I, I get really good feedback from my Instagram posts. I can't come up with a name for this. Like it's navigating solids or like the navigating solids framework or roadmap to solids program. I don't know. I, the course is not so much like the name of it is not so much important as the content and what, what families are going to get out of it. And I know that I just, you know, it's, I got to call it something like I can't, it can't be post-it notes on a door anymore. (laughs) So if anyone is listening and has an idea, drop into Marie's DMs say that you heard her here you have an idea for the name of this program and I'll give you <laughs> a prize out. I don't know what the prize is but if Marie chooses your name you get a prize from me um that is awesome it sounds like invaluable content the education the information invaluable coaching all the Q&A and the emotional component of of the coaching and community right? Those are our three C's. So you have them all in this incredible program. If 
one of the listeners or if all of the listeners want to have a taste, so to speak, of what you share and offer, well, they are going to find you on Instagram. So you can share that, but I'll also drop it in the show notes. And then is there um, a way that they could like sample some of your offerings, perhaps with (laughs) a a freemium? Yeah, Sarah, that was good. Um, yeah, I've created like a, it's like an eight page guide on when, like, depending on where your child is, things that you can actually do to support the, the feeding and learning food process. It is a quick start guide. So imagine you like, you get this new piece of technology when you, you know, you you get a new phone, when you open it up from the box, there's like a single piece of paper. And then you have like the 700 page manual that you can download this is the single, like, this is, this is a true quick start guide. It's not going to answer all of your questions because if I did that, it would be a textbook and nobody wants to read that. This is just to kind of get, this is to get you started and to just give some basic information. And I can, I can give you the link for that. Um, it goes over everything. Like my baby was just born. You mean I can start helping getting you, I can start helping them get ready to eat now. Yeah. Yeah. Tummy time is great for that. Um, My child is four months old. What should I be doing? Um, It even has some, some tools in there that you can use. Um, I, I, I love spoons. I know that they have a purpose. We use them as adults. Um, But there are also some other things that you can, you can give your child like teethers essentially that help promote a little bit more mouth movement. They, they don't teach your child to chew. I will say that specifically, but they start to kind of utilize, they help your child use a different pattern of movements with their mouth than what they've grown accustomed to with either breast bottle or with either breast or bottle feeding. So it, it does kind of go a little bit in depth, but it is that quick start guide, but yeah, I'll pass along the, and it's totally free. Like no, nothing to it. I should probably take some of those tools and put them into like a, a bonus for the people who start, um, for the people who join the community. Like that's my, I don't know. Maybe I'll add that as an idea too. <laughs> awesome. I know I'm like free gifts. <laughs> free free gifts. gifts. Um, Everybody gets a free gift. <laughs> well, thank you so much. And thank you for sharing how people can find you now, learn more about your offer and also um, get to, um, you know, get to educating themselves with this, with this quick start guidebook too. That's exciting. Um, is there anything else that you would like to share that you think is important for the listeners um, as we, as we say goodbye for now? <laughs> my, my Instagram is designed to give you permission to do things. So I am, um, I'm starting to come up with some recipes on things that you can Um, you know, things that you can offer your child. But ultimately, my goal is for, you know, everybody eats different things. And so your child's going to want to eat what you're eating. That's just naturally how they're designed. So I I feel like my Instagram gives you a few more ideas. But it also, my goal is to kind of shift the thought of what you have to do, but also what you don't have to do. Like there are do's and don'ts on my Instagram. I love knowing what people want to learn. So just send me a DM in my Instagram. You can just honestly just DM me the word help and I will know exactly what you're referring to. Um, but it's, yeah, I, I love having the conversation and I'm totally open for it. So if there's something you're struggling with, just reach out and we'll see what we can do. 
So reach out to Marie, reach out to me. Um, let me know your takeaways from this episode. I'm so very grateful, Marie, for your presence today. I've learned so much. It was so much fun, um, even just getting to know you more. Um, yeah, I think I think that is it. I am wishing everyone peace, power, and presence today.